0: Welcome back to Inside the Kentucky Derby, where we're fresh off the Kentucky Jockey Club. And instant coffee has now added his name onto the leaderboard and moves up to become a new Kentucky Derby contender for the first Saturday in May. Kevin Kirstein, Darren Rogers joining you here on Inside the Kentucky Derby. And this podcast, of course, would not be possible without Woodford Reserve, the presenting sponsor of the Kentucky Derby on the road to the Kentucky Derby. Woodford with more than 200 flavor notes. Woodford is always a spectacle for the senses. Please drink responsibly. Darren, I think trainer Brad Cox may have had a couple of Woodfords last night. I, I've been told he's a Woodford guy and he uh, was able to grind out a victory with his trainee instant coffee in the Kentucky jockey club.
1: I like your play on words there grind out with, uh, instant coffee. And yes, uh, bourbon and Woodford reserve, uh, makes instant coffee much better. Yes, of course. Um, instant coffee. Yeah. He, you know, he, he rallied wide into a, a, a very slow pace and, you know, any one of, what was it? Eight of the, of the nine horses in the field were in contention, he was able to uh, surge late inside the final 16th of a mile, one by uh, one and a quarter lengths. I'm not so certain by the way, congratulations to them. That's a, that's a great victory. Anytime you win a grade two, $400,000 race, uh, that's a feather in the cap. And, uh, Al gold who had Cyberknife on uh, this year's trail, he's on next year's trail, uh, with, uh, instant coffee, uh, for Brad Cox, um, I'm not certain how strong this race is going to end up in the end. Um, anytime you have a three horse photo, I tend to, uh, kind of discount the race a little bit and question it, how strong really, really was it. And when you have eight of the field of nine, uh, basically from a speed figure standpoint, separated by about three points, I'm just not so sold uh, how uh, how strong the race is going to be. The good news is we're 23 weeks from the Kentucky Derby. A lot can change. Horses can progress and move forward, but uh, I'm not certain that uh, uh, that I saw a wow performance in the Kentucky Jockey Club. Unlike a year ago, where we we saw Smile Happy uh, beat Classic Causeway. bar was third. That was a, that was a productive race. Well, only time will tell.
0: Yeah. Only time will tell. And, uh, hearing trainer Brad Cox's thoughts after the race, he was saying that, you know, it's only this Colts third start. He's still learning and jockey Louis Saez echoed those sentiments as well. That was one of six victories on the Saturday program for Louis Saez, who was absolutely red hot on Saturday. Day. And, uh, he was one win away from tying the all time win record in one day at Churchill Downs, set. Back in 1984 by Pat Day and 2008 by Julian Leperu, who tied the record. And he was one win away. Instant Coffee gave him his sixth win of the day. And they were just talking about how, you know, this Colt's still learning. He was able to make a big move off the turn and just grinded through a victory. But again, you know, he he doesn't have to run his best race now. The Kentucky Derby is 23 weeks away. And he will end up somewhere on this road to the Kentucky Derby trail. Brad Cox is, you know, having some options out there laid out for him. Don't know if he'll end up at fairgrounds, maybe at Oaklawn, maybe in New York, or maybe back here in Kentucky. But, uh, you know, I think he's probably has some other two-year-olds in the barn, mainly Loggins or uh, victory formation who won earlier on the Saturday program that are probably just a bit ahead of instant coffee is.
1: And to look at the positives of instant coffee, he was rated in seventh early on down the backstretch. He raced about four to five wide throughout. And he was able to, you know, he was asked by Saez, you know, he was into a drive on the turn distance looked like it was no problem. As you said, from the outset, you know, he grinded it out and that's exactly what he did. So, you know, he didn't have the greatest of trips and he didn't get a setup for his clothes, yet he was able to overcome all that and, and and get the victory.
0: Well, one race uh, prior to the jockey club was the $400,000 golden rod, which is a race on the road to the Kentucky Oaks. And, you know, typically it decides, the early Oaks favorite, maybe, you know, a horse that has had some experience, of course, here at Churchill downs Darren, I think this could decide a horse that can make some noise on the road to the Kentucky Derby, not the Kentucky Oaks. And that was Hoosier Philly who was as impressive as we could possibly seen so far.
1: Yeah. You know, I hate, I, you know, 23 weeks out. I hate to get too excited about a a, a prospect, but man, Hoosier Philly looks like she's absolutely, um, a very special prospect. Um, you know, she just dragged Edgar Morales to, to the front. Um, the final time was a full second and, um, uh, 1.3 seconds faster, uh, than the Colts. Uh, she was never really asked. Her ears were pricked. She was waiting, um, for any command for Morales Morales gave her a tap on the, on the, on on the right shoulder at the top of the stretch, just to switch leads. And then kind of, as she drew clear without even, you know, he was just niggling his his, his, uh, his hands uh, on on the reins. It it was an absolute stunning performance Now, Tom Amos, um, you know, he of course won the, 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 the Kentucky Oaks, um, with in 2019, with Serengeti Empress, um, he's been training for what 17 years now, something like that. Oh, north
0: of that, north 30 of that 30 plus. Yeah,
1: 30 plus 17 yeah. years. What am I thinking of? Um, he is. He has said before she even ran that Hoosier Philly is the best horse he's ever laid his hands on. She obviously won comfortably in the Rags to Riches by more than seven lengths. Um, her performance, um, you know, uh, 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 on Saturday in the golden rod, that was uh, the, the the most uh, distant five lengths you'll ever see. <laughs> it was an easy five lengths. And he has said that this is uh, the, the, the most exciting prospect. And I was surprised to hear him say after the race that the Kentucky Derby is not out of the question, the road to the Kentucky Derby is not out of the question. And yeah. that is, um, it's pretty remarkable because Tom, not only is he a great horseman, he's a very astute handicapper. Um, the reason he wins at 25% is because he runs his horses where they belong. And this is a man who knows a horse and is already thinking, not just lilies but possibly roses.
0: Yeah, he told me directly after he walked out to the track to unsaddle her, KK, make this Philly a Kentucky Derby contender. And I said, you got it, Tom. Here's exactly what Tom had to say after his winning performance in yesterday's Golden Rod.
2: We were hopeful to get her started midsummer. We weren't able to do that. She just had the little two-year-old things that horses have, uh, required some patience. Uh, We didn't get started till late. Uh, September, and we actually ran her distance. That's not her distance, uh, less than six-eighths of a mile. So the race was a good one, and she looked good, but no one got to really see what she is. Uh, that was when we stretched her out in her next start uh, here at Churchill Downs in the Rags to Riches. You got to really see what Hoosier Philly is at a, at a distance of ground, and uh, I, I'm really proud of her. I've never been around one like her before in my entire life, and I've been doing this since 1987. She is different than anything I've ever had, And, uh, I think she continues to show that and she'll get a little break by design and she'll come back for the three-year-old campaign. And, uh, we look to be back around these parts, but, uh, maybe in the winter circle across the way, rather than this one come May.
0: The winter circle across the way. That was, uh, wow. That's something. And, and, you know, I have to say this for the naysayers of saying, oh, she didn't get a fast speed figure. She wasn't asked to run. If Edgar Morales, like he it keeps talking about, well, she's waiting on horses to come to her to be able to run. And that's what horses do. They're pack animals. And so she is still, you know, waiting on horses, waiting for the competition. There wasn't any. And so he was never asking her to run because she didn't need to win uh, by 20 lengths. She was ahead in the stretch by a comfortable margin. And so even though, you know, it's a second and, uh, a fifth plus faster than, uh, the boys ran, it was, you know, only a point or two faster on the speed figure charts than the boys, but she was never asked to run on like a horse, like instant coffee, who was asked from the three eighths pole to the wire to show his best run. And all those horses in that race were asked to show their best run around the entire turn. And so she was never asked a bit. And, uh, she's one of the most exciting prospects. I think we've seen so far on both the, uh, road to the Kentucky Derby and road to the Kentucky Oaks. She's a possible freak. I love it. A <laughs> she's Possible a po- freak.
1: She's a possible freak. We, we, you know, we, 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 got to witness flight line this past year, uh, dominate the older horse division. And it, it was, it was fun to see him, uh, each time he ran, but, uh, who's your Philly. She is a prospect worth looking at KK. Were there any other horses on the undercard of stars of tomorrow too at Churchill downs that uh, were worth uh, noting? Well, you know, we,
0: we've, we talked about on our last podcast of how productive this day has been more than 50 grade one winners, all the Derby winners, all the, you know, top horses that have run on these stars of tomorrow, uh, programs. And I wanted to mention point proven, who is a cult for Todd Pletcher, who, uh, grinded out a victory yesterday and, and Todd was quoted as saying, you know, this is a cult that we've always liked. So we're hoping, uh, that was a race that we were hoping for. He always acted like he wanted more ground. And so the mile and an eighth distance, which he broke his maiden net yesterday was good for him. He's a very leggy cult and he's a good galloper that gave us the impression that he's a two turn horse being by gun runner out of a Bernardini mare. He ran well enough at Saratoga that we thought he might be okay. Sprinting first out. But that's not quite what he wants to do. Now he's going to go to Florida and then we'll come up with a plan from there. Just kicking it around yesterday afternoon, we were talking about how the fairground series of races on the road to the Kentucky Derby might work well for him, but we're not going to run him back anytime soon, which likely means maybe the little in January down at fairgrounds.
1: Yeah. And that the, the long stretch of, of, of fairgrounds would, would suit, um, uh, point proven just fine. I thought victory, uh, formations victory in the six furlong, um, First level allowance was very game, um, for, for, for trainer Brad Cox. Again, that was going three quarters of a mile, but, uh, you know, being a, 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 a taprit Colt might suggest he still wants to stay in the sprints. We'll see, probably be given an opportunity to stretch out. Um, I thought a confidence game, uh, in the, uh, the eighth race, which was the first level uh, allowance going a mile on a 16th. Uh, that was a very nice race with rocket can running second, 10 days later running third.
0: I got to tell a quick story about confidence game because one of his early breezes here at Churchill Downs, he's was regularly being uh, ridden in the mornings by James Graham, who is down at fairgrounds and Brian Hernandez jr. Rode him uh, in the victory on Saturday and they share the same agent. So not surprising that Brian subbed in for James and, James told me one morning he was galloping back from a work and he was working on a horse that Renee Diaz was on the inside of I actually just ran on the Sunday program at Churchill. But, um, he looked at me and said, KK, this is my derby horse for this year. And I said, really? And this was, you know, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, uh, he, I backed him quite a bit. First out doesn't win. He wins second time out. And I, you know, made a little bit of my money back. And then I, you know, went all in the third and the fourth start. <laughs> he beats me, and then he comes back yesterday and and wins against Allowance Company. He's one to five to be showing up down at Fairgrounds because of Cage and Keith Sormo who gets a lot of the horses ready for the Road to the Kentucky Derby Trail down there. So, I uh, guarantee we'll see Confidence Game down at Fairgrounds as well.
1: So, a quick look at the updated uh, Road to the Kentucky Derby leaderboard presented by Woodford Reserve Forte, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile winner, and you're certain. A two year old champion is a clear atop with 40 points. Curly Jack uh, ended up moving into second with 17 points, blazing sevens at 16. Instant Coffee uh, moves up to number four with 12 points, and then we have others with five. On the Japan road to the Kentucky Derby, we did have a race over the weekend, won by uh, Cotton Newer, uh, won the Cattle Show um, at. Uh, at, 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 Tokyo race course. And those connections seem very eager to possibly try the Derby. Uh, it sounds like they may go to Saudi Arabia. They could go to the UAE Derby and they are not ruling out a trip to America with, uh, uh, hour. Uh,
0: and, uh, the Japan road to the Kentucky Derby continues, uh, just in a couple of weeks on December the 14th at Kawasaki race course, and uh, that's, of course, the second of four races on that Japan road to the Kentucky Derby. The Kentucky Derby back home here in North America starts up again on December the 3rd with the Remsen and Aqueduct. And so. Uh, that's always interesting to see a mile and an eighth distance for the two-year-olds at this stage who can stretch out in there. So we'll be back on Thursday to give a preview of the Remsen, which is the next stop on the road to the Kentucky Derby. And we'll, we'll chat then. Who knows what can happen here with just 23 weeks remaining until the first Saturday in May.